Welcome to Cat Chat, the pet talk podcast devoted to the physical and emotional well-being of cats and their people. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. This show is brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, where they speak for cats, which is what this program is all about. My co-host is the feline expert, Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. The show is made possible with the generous support of Dr. Elsie's, a company privately owned by Dr. Bruce Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose mission has been to personally formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie also created his own cat food called Clean Protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs because they're based on the protein a cat eats naturally. Clean protein is the first dry cat food I personally can recommend because it is based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. Please show your appreciation that Dr. Elsie's underwrites this show by choosing their products whenever you can. I was so delighted to have a listener to the show be someone really knowledgeable about cats and cats who who have gained too much weight and how are they going to lose weight. And I was especially glad that Megan, the cat lady, wrote me and said, hey, hang on just one minute. You and Dr. Elizabeth were talking about weight gain and weight loss in cats and fatty liver disease. And I'm pretty sure you, Tracy, said the cat should lose a pound a week which obviously, since a cat should be about nine or 10 pounds, means that in a couple of months, you'd have no cat left. Megan, welcome (laughs) to the show. And thank you so much for correcting me when I meant to say a quarter of a pound a week. And I was like, yeah, your cat is going to disappear into thin air. You were so adorable. You wrote me and said, I'm really worried people are going to like think their cat has to go down to skin and bones. Well, they certainly need to lose their fat, but they need to do it very, very slowly. So talk about your, you took in, you have Basil's Cradle Sanctuary and you take in so many cats who have problems, many of them not of their own making, or I'd say most of them, but you had a very fat cat once. Can you talk about your experience as a cat rescuer and a cat teacher to other people? What, how Uh, you went about having him lose weight? Okay. Well, um, it's a, a Siamese and her name is Nini. And um, how I learned of her was I, um, a long time ago, was helping out um, another organization and had some fosters and stuff, and I went down to uh, take a cat in who was FIV positive, because I do have FIV positive cats. Um, And um, I should mention here that they live with regular cats. We have no issues. As long as they're not biters, you're usually pretty safe. You know, the old myth that they can never be around other cats is... Um, certainly been disproven. and um, We should take have, a minute uh, to talk about that because there are so many people who adopt, but also a lot of people who foster and have a fear of an FIV-positive cat, sort of like there were fears about HIV-positive people before it was sure. understood how that disease was transmitted. So I thought you could only have FIV-positive cat come into a household where all the other cats were already FIV positive, and you're saying that's not the case. No, no, that's they, great. That's what they used to think, yes, because it's transmitted through very deep bite wounds. 
Got it. So if you, you know, and um, could be sexually transmitted, but hopefully people have all their cats spayed and neutered. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) And if they want to have their friends' cats spayed and neutered and neighborhood cats spayed and neuters, I'm all in. Please. Yes, please. All of them. Every last one. Please. (laughs) All of them. Yeah. All of them. I want a shortage of cats. Wouldn't that be amazing? For people like you who've spent your entire adult life, maybe even in your childhood, rescuing cats and just must seem to you some days that they fall out of the sky. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you were telling um, the story about the fat Siamese. So so you were going to take in yeah. an FIV positive cat because you were known to welcome them because you know yeah. how to handle it. Yeah, and uh, she happened to be at the same place. And I saw her... And I had known about her. I knew her story, and I actually laid eyes on her. And then what tipped me over to the point of, yes, I'm taking her too, <laughs> is that uh, somebody um, came up and they, they said to me, because, um, uh, you know, we were talking about her, and they said, oh, yeah, and she has lost two pounds in three weeks. And I was just absolutely horrified. Way too much weight to said, lose. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. And um, sorry, that was my tea kettle. Um, and sorry, but uh, yeah. And so I. So, so we just me, want to make clear that what that lady said to you must have reverberated to you when I misspoke and said a pound a week, because that comes out to about a pound a week, and the cat could easily, even might surely die if it was forced to lose that amount of weight so quickly. Absolutely, because with that kind of fat on their body, they are really prone to fatty liver disease really prone, especially, I mean, this cat is about an eight and a half pound cat now, and she weighed 22 pounds at the time. Terrifying. Which is just insanity. And um, I, do you mind if I tell you how she got that way? Because Do I, do I know. mind? I insist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so this actually covers a couple things Good. that w- we would like to see disappear. Good. Um, this poor girl was declawed. Oh, dear. And she started peeing all over the house at the place where she lived. And the people got very frustrated and tired with it. So they put her in a cage with a litter box and food and oh a, a bowl of dry food, by the way. Dry food, and, kitty um, crack, folks. We know how I feel about that. Luckily, Megan the Cat Lady yep. agrees. Mm-hmm, 100%. Mm-hmm. And anyway, this cat, uh, from what I'm told, was ended up in basically living in that cage all the time for over a year. Unbelievable. I, it, it makes me teary, kind of, thinking about I would about. hope so. You know, this is what people need to hear. We've talked about declawing being a cruel, uh, not just mm-hmm. a disfigurement of a cat, but it's it's brutal. And the cats wind up being in pain, many of them even yes. just stepping one foot on the ground at a time. They're in pain. And inappropriate peeing and inappropriate biting and inappropriate many things is out of the pain and misery that they're in. So it's really nice if you want to adopt a kitty who's already been declawed, but please don't go looking for one because it's almost like you're saying, I admire declawing. It's horrible for the cats. And the other thing, too, is that the reason that uh, vets don't see what happens to these cats because a lot of the a lot of the things that happen to them in terms of their feet are happen over time, and you a lot of That's times right. don't see some of these things until they're 11, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they have what's called hyperflexion because they can't scratch on scratching posts anymore in a way that actually is effective. Mm-hmm. At, at, they are not at, stretching yeah. those tendons. So right. think of, you know, the old thing, oh, the claw, you know, that little hand thing that guys do yes, to scare yes. each other. Well, that's what their feet really look like. Well, you'll They're be happy to know. Walking you'll be happy to know that very soon I have a vet coming on who does the surgery to to relieve that hyperflexion. He's a, yes. a wonderful man. So there are vets out there who know the horrors of declawing. Any of you vets doing it, it is animal abuse. It's cruelty. It's butchery. Yes. Straight up butchery. It absolutely is. Every other so-called civilized country in the world, it is illegal to declaw a cat. So mm-hmm. bad on America, exactly. bad on the American Veterinary Medical Association, which now says, well, maybe you shouldn't, but it doesn't say you mustn't. Okay, so this cat was morbidly obese from being locked yep. in a cage like she was. Hell, you shouldn't lock any animal in a cage with no. its toilet and food in the cage with it. I mean, I'm sure she yep. would have wanted to take a cyanide tablet if she was given the choice. <laughs> Right? No kidding. Wouldn't death exactly. be better? Uh, yeah, which I hate to say. Yeah, you know? poor girl. But, but she but found those you. are the only two options. But she found Basil's Thank Cradle God. Sanctuary. I'm so happy I saw her because when I saw her, they had had her in a, um, a repurposed uh, utility closet um, and had her in there with a litter box and a bowl of dried food. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> and I guess they were just feeding her last. So we're basically talking um, about, you know, yeah. the the fire to the coal or whatever that expression is, right? Fuel to the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Or from so, the frying pan so into when, the fire. Either way, her life oh, didn't either, improve yeah. that much. It all worked. Yeah. Every one of those worked. They do. They do. So, yeah. So I um, I looked at her and about that same time was hearing about the two-pound weight loss. And I said, pack her up. She's coming with me, too. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> That's great. And, and she's been here ever since. And so I got her home. And obviously, because I have a sanctuary and I have other cats, I always quarantine and then do a slow introduction. Good. So Good. So we don't have chaos here. Everybody gets along really well. Nice. Um, and I started her out. I weighed her. Um, and, and we'll get to that part, just the recipe for all this. But yes. The simple version right now is that I, I weighed her, and then I started um, calculating calories per pound of body weight, and that's what I fed her twice-a-day meals, canned food only, low-carb, mm-hmm. um, and uh, then I monitored her weight. At first, The first week I was weighing her every day because a lot of times that first week, you can have quicker weight loss. That doesn't scare me so much if it's a few ounces over the ounces per week you want to calculate. Um, But over time, you really do need to pay attention to that. And that gives you the week to adjust your portions. And then all it was really, it's a good scale, which I can recommend. And then weighing twice a week, writing it down and adjusting food and calorie intake accordingly. Um, And it took a very long time. But what I noticed was just, you know, a pound or two later, she was already moving better. Um, by that time, I had allowed her, I'd allowed her to be in the house, and she still was not using litter box. She was using, but she would use puppy pads. And part of that was because there was still a lot of weight that was weighing on her front declawed feet. Oh, and there was angel. pain. 
Yep, and so when I started her on twice-daily pain injections, ah. instantly she was in the litter box, instantly. So I think what we're, what and, we're hearing here, Megan, is mm-hmm. that cats that don't use a litter box, whether it's their feet are in pain, they have arthritis, they have too much weight to get up and over the edge of the litter box, they would prefer to use the litter box with nice litter. That would be their preference. Yeah. But if it's too yeah. painful or difficult to get to the box or in the box or out of the box, then they're going to use another alternative. How good of you to have recognized that her pain needed mediation. She deserved Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And that's almost standard with decawed cats these days. And, no and the kidding. thing is, a lot of people just don't see it because cats hide their pain so well. And a lot of times, when what what they do is the pain manifests as behaviors that people don't want, which is why yes. I have so many declawed cats in my sanctuary that were in death row. They were due. The clock was almost over for them. They had hours sometimes to live. Wow. And they're all on and, pain medication. Um, not all of them. Some of them have had the surgery by the veterinarian you're talking about. No kidding. And made all the difference in the world. All oh, the bless the world. him for being in existence, right? Yeah. I mean, I've seen a movie. Actually, I've seen I've seen a film that was promo- was sent to the the Cat Film Festival, but it was a full length movie, so I couldn't use it about some Mm -hmm. of the large cats that had been kept in roadside zoos, tigers, lions, and they had been declawed, and the animals could not walk on their feet. They were so disfigured. And they did these, but you imagine the size of the paw of a lion, right? And they did the surgery. Yes, exactly. But there was another one that was sent to me, and they were doing it. I don't, yes, a complete, not the Paw Project movie, a completely other movie. And it, it was, you know, it was great. But I, first of all, I don't think that your average person coming to see the New York Cat Film Festival wanted to spend an hour seeing both the surgical part, but also knowing how much pain these yeah. cats were in. It's hard. Yeah. We need it's more vets bad. who, like the one who I'll be interviewing soon, recognize this and are turning their skills to relieving pain, pain caused by mm-hmm. other veterinarians. Exactly. Wittingly, unwittingly. We've known this for too long, folks. So anyone listening who's a vet tech, a vet assistant, a newly hired vet in a clinic, if they ever talk about doing declawing, would you please write me, Tracy at TracyHotchnerPets.com. I will get in touch with that clinic. I will do everything I can to educate them and tell them the world is watching. You may not carve up any more kitty feet. You just can't do it. I don't care that That's someone fantastic. someone has a silk couch and because they didn't mm-hmm. give the cat any place better to scratch, the cat's scratching the couch. It would be exactly. much better to rehome the cat with their body intact than to visit yeah. this on them, right? And well, this, the thing is, a good scratching post is 50 bucks. Uh, hey, you know, the cardboard ones are twelve ninety nine. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. not that hard. Too. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure a woman with a sanctuary has every kind of scratching posts, including maybe real live trees. I don't know. And, so, and you know what else I have? Tell me. Intact furniture. Interesting, folks. See, she can run a sanctuary and still have a house that looks civilized for humans because she knows what to give cats. The only thing tore up is the cat trees and the scratching posts. That's yep. it. That's Which it. Which are easily replaceable, and I don't care. That's what they're there for. Exactly. Well, I think really, 
Megan, what's amazing is that you heard me say something wrong and you reached out and said, <laughs> you influence people, you just said something wrong. And I misspoke, you know, in the heat of the moment talking to Dr. Elizabeth, I always get excited talking to her. She's so brilliant. And she's a vet, you know, who yes. only cares about cat wellness and wants people to learn and wants people to know. And of course, the disturbing thing to you and me, and I, I now know you, I can safely say that, is that this rise in obesity in cats is caused by kitty crack. Now, there might be one or two hypothyroid cats, maybe, maybe, yeah. I don't know, but they're not the majority. And almost every single cat is more than 10 pounds nowadays, carrying around this swaying belly that makes them look like they mm -hmm. just gave birth, even if they're a boy. And it's completely avoidable if you'd feed canned cat food twice a day. I want to say something about your calculation of calories, which is very scientific and very correct. The other thing, mm -hmm. though, is that many cats, when they're taken off kitty crack, because it is genuinely, scientifically, chemically addictive, they crave, they crave the crack. They want the dry mm -hmm. food. They want any kind of food. And one of the things that Dr. Elizabeth and I used to say on Cat Chat when it was live is, give them something to eat that's protein. Give them another half a can of cat food. Feed them four times a day like they're a kitten. Their body will mm -hmm. burn up those protein calories or even keep some pieces of chicken or turkey or m any kind of meat and give them little bits of yeah. meat. Give them something. If they if to those two meals a day don't satisfy them, we don't want them to feel stressed and hungry. They're they're yeah. craving this dreadful Twinkies that they were being fed, right? I guess I'm allowed to say yeah. negative things about Twinkies. Yeah. I don't know. Aren't Twinkies <laughs> like wasn't there a Twinkie defense for murderers? I wouldn't so. argue with you about <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to eat Twinkies, go right ahead, but don't give the equivalent to your cat. So if they're really hungry, right. you can, while they're losing weight, and even after they've lost the weight, if they continue to want little snacks, there's no harm in giving them little bits of protein if you're around and don't have a life of your own and want to just be their yeah. chef. That's okay. Yeah. Well, and there's such so many good... Um, I guess what you would say, treats. I mean, there I, are good ones instead now. of buying bags of treats, um, I like the Stella and Chewy's freeze-dried raw. Yes. you can break those up into smaller pieces, and, and you could do half of a piece, which in each one averages around four or five calories per piece of that, depending on which kind you buy. But I'll take a piece and break it up into, you know, six parts, and then they think they're getting a whole lot. And for them it is. Their stomach's pretty small. <laughs> yeah, that's the equivalent of eating a lizard, which, you know, is quite a natural food for them. So a small piece yeah. of freeze-dried, high-quality protein. And, and Stella mm -hmm. and Chewy's makes good, but so many people make good freeze-dried protein treats. So many. Yeah, Whether it's absolutely. for cats or dogs. There's a new one that I think it's called Natural Farm makes freeze-dried anchovies. Whole little anchovy fish. How cute is mm -hmm. that? They're marketing it for dogs, but I think for a cat, you break off the tail of a, of a dry anchovy, yum, yum, yum. I mean, that's yeah, it's a small-bodied fish, so we don't have to worry about mercury and those other things right. that can be involved with feeding fish. Megan, I really appreciate you coming, talking to me, and the work you do day in and day out is truly magnificent. So thank you for all you're doing for that chubby kitty and all the others who come and have the luck of being in Basil's Cradle Sanctuary. Thank you. And anything else you hear me say or anything else you think you want to come back and talk about, <laughs> the door is wide open, okay? 
Oh, well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening. I also want to thank Wonderside, founded by a woman entrepreneur who discovered effective natural ways to repel fleas, ticks, and other pests on her pets and around her home instead of putting toxic chemicals in or on them. Wonderside makes plant-powered products to keep parasites at bay without the harsh chemicals that can be harmful to your cats, your property, and the planet. This show is also supported by the privately developed Magic Fabric Pet Throws that trap hair, dirt, and moisture when cats get up on the furniture bed or your lap. Magic Fabric Pet Throws invite kitty cuddle time without sacrificing your clothes or furniture. A final pause up to Dr. Elsie's again for all the fine products they make and their unwavering support of my mission to make life better for each and every kitty cat and their people.